Hi, this is Rebecca. And this is Brandon. And we're a couple of theater nerds who like watching movies and... Talking about movies. So join us as we review the movies we have just watched. And that we will inevitably disagree on. This is the Drive Home Reviews Podcast. I don't know, honestly, if I stepped on your line or if I'm so used to dropping that line and you're picking it up. I don't know. I, I don't know at this point. I, I think we just go with it. Professional reporters here. So, in the world of films, and, and I would say that I, I would put you in the category of a cinephile. Someone Which who, sounds dirty. It does sound dirty. It really sounds like something that the SVU people are going to come get me for. <laughs> He's a cinephile. Get him, Ice-T. <laughs> uh, but I would definitely put you in the category of someone who loves movies, loves talking about movies, reading about movies, Loves film history. I, I mean, as I am too. Would you agree that you're? Uh... I th- I think I I will, I will yield to that. I, yeah. I I I I don't know if I read as much about movies as maybe a true cinephile should, but <laughs> I God, I hate that word. It just it does. It, it just sounds bad, so, you know. <laughs> but anyway. Yes, I, I I would agree with that that statement. And you do like animated movies. Yeah, yeah. So we do have, I mean, you love um, not only things like the Batman the Animated Series, but there are several Disney movies that would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, Robin Hood, Lady and the Tramp. I'll, right. I'll also say modern ones like, you know, Frozen and Tangled are pretty cute. And, right. You know. But as far as movies go I feel like this puts you in an anomalous category the fact that as much as you love movies and you love animated movies you do not generally have favorable feelings about Pixar movies I I say you don't like Pixar you say I'm indifferent right you're more apathetic I I have never felt strongly about Pixar movies. I have never connected with them in the way other audiences have. I have never, I've never left one of them, you know, feeling like my life was changed and that, you know, I I left weeping. Oh, Woody and Buzz. Oh, the first 10 minutes of up. I've just, it's, they've just never, never made that connection with me. And I, what I, what I, what I don't like is, uh, is yeah, this, this is something that I, I hate Pixar movies. I don't hate Pixar movies. I hate James Cameron movies. <laughs> you know, I hate the DC extended universe movies. I don't hate Pixar movies. I just don't care about them. Right. You know, Which I, I, honestly feel like it's it's an age thing for you because toy story is the first pixar movie and you were i was in high school 17 18 when that came out you were not the target audience so at that point i feel like i picture little brandon at that stage (laughs) with ladies and gentlemen of the audience the curly mullet you got to bring the, up the mullet and the letter jacket. I had the letter you, jacket that you get for theater. That's right. Um, with Star Trek pins on it. That damn right. <laughs> Proudly, um, I picture him. You know, not going crazy over the new popular Toy Story movie, 
um, more being like, oh, I'm much cooler than you because I prefer Abbott Costello movies. <sighs> That's what real comedy is. Um, you know, I, I have faced this criticism <laughs> before. No, and let me let me tell you, um, I'm not going to deny that that I have gone through my cinema snob periods. Right. You know, I I often cite James Cameron's Titanic as one of my least favorite movies of all time. But as a young man in college, I didn't have the knowledge or the vocabulary with which to fully describe why I didn't like it. It was just a very, I'm smarter than you. And there, you know, this, this thing's popular and I hate it. Right. But I mean, you would have been at that age to be like, you know, but here's the thing. And this is why I, I, I don't go in for that argument when it comes to Pixar movies. I remember uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine actually accused me of this. Oh, oh we're bringing up the ex-girlfriend yeah. now. Yeah. Um, we're, we're playing dirty. At a, no, not oh, dirty. I'm, I'm, dirty here. I'm, I'm not playing dirty. I'm giving you an example. Uh, you know, when I was working at the theater camp, and I think that was right when Toy Story 3 had just come out. Okay. And every person on that faculty, from the teenagers to the 55-year-olds, were coming in. Oh, God! Oh, my heart! Oh, it broke me! And I just didn't have that reaction. And I, and I was told that you just, you know, that pretty much what you said, you're just, you, you, you're too cool. You just don't. And I, that I is wor- not what I said, but, but uh, I'm, I'm going to refute that. Soon. Okay. I, I, I will rephrase, you know, that, you know, you don't, you look down on them. You're, you know, this is this isn't real comedy and all this, that, and the other thing. And I believe it or not, I did a lot of soul searching on that because it was like, yeah, why don't these things connect with me? Right. You know, why don't they get? You know, I I weep at the Bride of Frankenstein. You know, I cry at the Full Monty. I cry at the end of Rocky Balboa when they're showing the. The footage of all the people running up the the steps. You cry at the beginning of Rocky. Balboa. I do cry at the rock, <laughs> um, but the Pixar. So I I just have this thing of why why not this? But I, but what, what I'm saying is I do think that part of it was the age you were at. You didn't have kids that age. You were too old to connect with getting rid of your toys. At, you know, right then. You know, like you just like it wasn't gonna hit you on that level because you weren't in that phase see no because i disagree with that when that when that third one came out i was in my early 30s right the the odd the concept of nostalgia leaving your childhood behind that i should have been right at the perfect age exactly for that to hit already weren't connected to the characters you know the reason that the third one hit so hard for many people was because they were already connected to those characters and since you didn't have the deep connection to them already then of course you're not going to have the second or third i will tell you that one of the reasons inside out hit me so hard when i watched it was because i had a my oldest daughter was about to turn 11, you know, like she was that age. And we were talking about moving across the country. Like I I connected to it on a visceral level, you know? So like that is, I think to me, a lot of the Pixar movies just happen to hit 
me at the right stages. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Up. Uh, I think A Bug's Life is cute, but it doesn't make me cry. What do you think about Monsters, Inc.? Now, interestingly, Monsters, Inc. is the only exception to the rule. Okay. Like, I truly enjoy Monsters, Inc. Okay. I think Monsters, Inc. is very cute. I think Billy Crystal and John Goodman are amazing together. Um, like, no, I, I can honestly say that Monsters, Inc. is like the only Pixar movie that I can watch and I will willingly rewatch just right. for my own entertainment and not just because our youngest wants to watch it, you know? I did, so I am famously terrible at impressions. Uh-huh. But Roz from Monsters, Inc. is one of the few that I can actually do. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. You're going to try to do it for us, aren't you? That's what you're, that's what you're leading up to here. Wazowski. Where's your paperwork? You need to be Wazowski. more gravelly. Can you get it more gravelly? Wazowski. There you go. That's better. That's a little better. Anyways, um, I do love Monsters, Inc. Finding Nemo. No. Don't. Finding Nemo is one of those ones that I, I walk out as like mixed mixed messages. Just so many mixed <laughs> so many mixed messages. Let your kids go off and live their own lives. But the minute he did that, he was proven right. The kid oh. got kidnapped. I mean, oh, <laughs> it's like a mix, mixed messages. All right? I know you don't like Wally. Wally, I don't like the hypocrisy of it. Okay. I do not like the hypocrisy. I, you always, yeah, okay, they're, so they're, you explain this to me. Okay, and this took me a little while to understand. Like, I watched it, and yeah, I thought the animation was good, and the characters were cute. There was something that just bugged me about it, just downright bugged me, and I couldn't put my fingers on it. And I was, my best friend was my roommate at the time, and um, we were watching the special features, and then it hit me. This is a movie getting all preachy and all self-righteous about... You know, humans getting fat and lazy because we're letting machines do everything. La, 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 la. In a computer animated movie. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to shame anybody. But I saw the behind the scenes footage. None of those animators looked like they were training for the summer games. Okay, we are definitely you know, not going to body shame anybody. That is, or look shame that, I'm not looking shame. I'm saying, I'm saying don't. It's like when TV shows would come at me in the 90s with, turn off the TV and go read a book. Oh, so I should turn your show off then. But it was interesting. You know, or pro wrestling, pro wrestling companies doing anti-bullying campaigns. Well, one of the hallmarks of Pixar movies tends to be that the women in them are quite curvy and voluptuous and not fat shaming. I'm not well. shaming. I'm, I'm, I'm telling them not to shame me. Uh, Brave is actually a Pixar movie. Yeah, Brave is. Brave is a good movie. It's it's a th it's a movie. I enjoy Brave a lot. You don't enjoy Brave as much. I like the accents. Yeah, <laughs> I I really enjoy. The Brave accents are fun, and uh, uh, Billy Connolly is always fun. He is one of those guys I always I could listen to him read the phone book just because I love you know Happy Birthday, man, we darling. But other than that, yeah, it's it's, it's a movie. Well, I thing. will agree with you about like on the. Cars movies, like I never really. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't think. I don't, yeah, no. The Cars movies, The Good Dinosaur was okay. I Mighty mean, Dory was okay. Now, Coco is a movie that makes me cry every time I watch it. Uh huh. Yeah, have you watched Coco? Mm -hmm. You don't find it like touching in any way. I mean, yeah, like theoretically. <laughs> like <laughs> every time I 
watch it, I cry. What about how do you feel about The Incredibles? The Incredibles I enjoyed when it came out because it was the closest thing we could get to a good superhero movie at the time. Okay. But I, um, and I, there are good parts to it that I do enjoy. I cannot stand Dash. Oh. He is one of those characters I just want to smack. Oh. I hate that kid. That's interesting. <laughs> and why? Just because stories from your childhood indicate that you were a very hyper energetic, creative kid, that would be kind of Dash like. I do not think I was anything like Dash. Uh huh. Thank um, you. Did you ever watch Onward? Yeah, we watched it. Did we? Yeah. Oh. You, me, and, and River watched it oh. when I was still living in Tennessee. Oh. I thought Onward was clever. It it, it was a movie. It, I liked Onward a lot. Like it, yeah, it, it, I mean. And Soul. I enjoyed Soul, too. One of the things that I enjoy about Pixar movies is that they delve deeper into existential themes. And that's... I think that's part of why you don't like them. Why I don't understand that criticism though. Um, I feel like maybe you think they take themselves too seriously, or think that they're trying to put out a, a some kind of message, or be. Well, I know they're trying to do those things. That but that doesn't bother me. Okay. Well, I enjoy the more existential I, searches. I tend to believe. Okay, we were just having a conversation um, about the the Thundermans or whatever, uh, victorious, all of these, you know, god-awful Nickelodeon shows or Disney shows, and, and the two of us are like, oh my god, it's so terrible. And people will get away with the argument, oh, it's just for kids. And I, I firmly believe that saying that making something for kids is not an excuse to slack off. Right. You have an obligation to try harder. So I do not begrudge Pixar their their attempts to be more existential or more thought-provoking. I I don't begrudge in them any of that. I'm just saying none of it connects with me. Huh. Hmm. What about Luca? I now, I like Luca. Yeah. I liked Luca. I, I watched it on one of the plane rides coming here to see you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked Luca. Um, I don't remember much about it. <laughs> and I've never felt the the need or desire to watch it again. But I liked it. So, you know, so I guess that's a... But that again, that's kind of my thing with Pixar movies is they don't really get to me. And I very rarely, with Monsters, Inc. kind of being the only exception, never feel the need to watch them ever again. <laughs> uh, I disagree strongly. No I, kidding. I, uh, I think Inside Out was brilliant and a, a brilliant tool to use to help to teach kids to recognize and regulate their emotions. Mm -hmm. um, it gave a lot of teachers, especially teachers with special needs students, a shorthand that they were able to use with their students. Um, I think things like Brave were interesting and kind of, I think Brave is just a beautiful movie to watch. Like, Oh, they're all very well animated. Yeah. Like I, again, this is, this is what I'm saying is I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. 
Right. And apparently I'm in the minority because I'm like, and again, uh, and this is one of the criticisms I've had to kind of face. This is one of the, 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 uh, the hardships I have faced in my life. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. White cis man. Um, <laughs> um, is that, you know, Pete, you, even you, you tend to think that I go into these things going, oh boy, I can't wait to hate this movie. But you know, I go, I go, I go, I go to see these movies and I hope, I hope that they connect with me. And it does not give me any joy whatsoever to be the only person for whom these movies have no emotional connection to. Because it makes you start to think that there's something wrong with you. Yeah, you I know, so it's not a, it's like- not. Well, what what you said before was that you don't have any emotional connection to them. And like I said, I think that it's just the times that they came out and your first watching of them, just where you happen to be in life, you know? Um, And I think that if you were watching Inside Out for the first time now with having three teenage stepdaughters, I think that you might feel differently about it. But you've already watched it once, so you can't have that feeling again, you know? So, I don't know. But I could be wrong. Um, there, we'll see as we get into our review today about <laughs> Elemental, how you you currently feel about modern Pixar. Um, but I'm sure this is not the last time we will have this conversation. I'm, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. Uh, <sighs> So stay with us, and when we get back, we will uh, talk about Elemental. Maybe, or I might not. Never. Oh, there there you go. go. You got it. Mouse got lost. Oh, is that your hold music? I'm, I was just waiting for you to click the button. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so, so we are back and we are going to be talking about Pixar's latest release, the movie Elemental, um, which uh, we saw with all three of our, our daughters. And, and and the oldest daughter's boyfriend. Right. So, <laughs> um, so let's just start off give us a basic rundown of the movie i don't i don't know how to do that because I, I, was, I was trying to think about that earlier is how do you condense this plot down all right so long story short we're in a zootopia situation where instead of the city being made up of animals they're made up of elements you got cloud people you got uh earth people uh you've got water people and you've got fire people so it's right. it's avatar the last airbender no spirit people you know, so um, the four nations lived together in harmony until the fire people arrived in the city. Anyway, so, so the fire, yeah, the fire. Uh, and, strictly, I always thought Zootopia was a Pixar movie. It's not. Pixar. No, it's not. It's just, um, it's just Disney. But like Pixar, you have this idea of Elemental City being the place where the elements come together to live. Um, and one thing that we talked about that Pixar does do well is world building. This is true. Um, and so they're in this, I would say a New York city type situation. Yeah. I mean, any and, big city really. And um, it has different parts of town. Um, basically this is an immigration story. Yes. So um, the, the fire people are allegories for immigrants 
um, who come from Fireland and right. are trying to set up shop, literally. Set up a shop. Yeah. So it's like that. It's like that show off the boat. Or um, uh, Kim's, Kim's convenience. convenience. Yeah. So, uh, but the, okay. So the first thing that drove you nuts. In this, was that you felt like it wasn't a clear enough i was just getting so frustrated trying to figure out who were the fire people supposed to be allegories for there was traces of hindu culture in them there was traces of uh korean korean asian, asian. they held up a shirt italian i did not you keep saying the italian i don't see a lot of the italian it's, immigrant story the people, the, you the know, fiery personality. And then they're like, and then you know, they hold up a shirt saying, kiss me, I'm fryish. So I know Irish. Fire-ish. Fire-ish. You know, they're trying to be an amalgam of all of these different immigration stories. And I, that's fine and dandy and good, but it was driving me nuts because I'm just like, your allegory is confusing, sir. You uh, need you need to, to, to figure this out and kind of the clear allegory and get back to me. Well, one of the things that like really struck me Italian Irish is that when they first came over, um, they got off the boat and immediately were shunned by people. They were um, closed out of places that they wanted to rent. They couldn't get jobs, you know, and so they end up in this part of town where they end up living in a building and fixing it up themselves. And turning it into a store called Fireplace. Yes, the Fireplace. fireplace. Um, which is like selling fire goods, you yeah. know, from Fireland. So like, uh, you know, these foods and foods, goods. You know, one of the one of the things that I guess maybe because what was bugging me is I kept looking for my family's story in it, and the only part of it I really felt that with is the very. Like I said, when they first arrive on the books, we had just had a conversation with my parents about when my great grandfathers arrived and had their names changed right. at Ellis Island. And that's one of the first things that happens in the movie is they come, they try to tell the person their name and they're just given a Yes. You know, so so I so I felt that. That was like, oh, okay, that, you know, that's something I can I can relate to from my own family's history. And then after after that, I felt like I was like, okay, well, I'm. <laughs> well, I think too the 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 voice actors. I think knowing that the father Bernie is played by a Filipino voice actor, the mom who plays Cinder Sheila uh, Bosage is uh, or Boso is played by an Iranian voice actor, the person who plays. Um, Ember, the, our main character, is played by an Asian voice actor, you know, and so um, it's an Asian American voice actor. So knowing, like, there's not really a, a continued line that way either. Yeah. You know? Well, um, I, and so I, I think it does an amalgamation. Yeah, and I, I get that. I, I do get that. Okay. Yeah, that's that. that that's it. You get that, that. Yeah, that's, I, yeah. So, I don't then, know what else to say on that. So, and I think that they show Ember having what you would consider first generation American, or I guess first generation elemental city, um, kind of experience with her parents being immigrants and wanting to pass um, their store along to her and her trying to find 
her space in the world, um, being seen as different because she obviously looks different than the other elements. Even though there are more fire people around them now, but still she, like, they're still the minority. They're still other because they can, the other elements are afraid of what the fire will do to them. And honestly, the fire people are afraid of what the other elements are going to do to them. They're afraid the water is going to put them out or the clouds are going to blow them out, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so there's not a lot of crossover at the beginning of the, of the movie. Well, you see, you see a lot of crossover with the other elements, but yeah, fire is pushed to the, so, um, so yeah. Uh, she has a chance encounter with the water person, Wade. Yeah, who is a city inspector who accidentally ends up in her family shop, writes down all these violations, is going to take it to his boss, which is going to shut her family down, which means she has to go to the elemental city to stop him. She does that, and through happenstance or shenanigans, they're told if you can figure out why things are flooding, they do that. They, they start seeing each other. So, so then it switches over to a Romeo and Juliet, right. West Side Story. Or, excuse me, as I like to call oh, it. Oh, this is good. It's uh, Romeo Flo and Julie Hot. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay. See the disappointment. Oh, this. you and your puns. Um, but anyway, yes. So, Ro- yeah, anyway. So then it goes to that for a long time. Right. And and then we're into the love story, and there's this weird thing about she wanted to see this special flower and didn't get a chance, and then he shows her the special flower, and yay, but oh no, the all is lost moment, and we can't be together because reasons and elements and family and blah, blah, blah. You love a rom-com. I, I do? Yes. <laughs> Okay, um, but he she meets his family. I think his family was interesting. That, that, I, that was one of the highlights of the movie for me. I thought that was yeah. So Catherine O'Hara was his mom. Yeah, that and, yeah. Uh, and she meets his family, his uh, his uncle, his you know his uh, his brother, and his non-binary sibling, which is our first non-binary character. I love how you're saying that like you picked up on that. I didn't. Like I, I, I had to. It. I had to like. I asked you later, "What'd you think of that?" You're like, what? What non-binary? I actually, I thought they yeah. were. I thought they were a lesbian, a couple. lesbian couple at first, and you, you researched it. And you're, you're like, "Oh, like, how did you miss that?" You always find those I things in these was, movies. I was looking at you're... the 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 visuals of it. That's, that's one of the reasons why things like Zootopia or like this Elemental, I'm gonna have to watch it over again because I get so drawn into the world building of it that I, I miss other things. Okay. And so, uh, but yeah, I, I, his family was really, I thought her family was really interesting too. Her dad, um, even though he's a fire person, you expect him to have this fiery personality is actually really kind of calm. Um, most of the time and his mom or her mom, um, Cinder, I just, kind of love because she reminded me of like my great aunts you know just kind of bossy and 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 uh commandeering and telling you what you're supposed to be doing um let me ask you this because this is something that was starting to bother me 
but I, I feel bad mentioning it unless I hear the actual actor speaking. Um, what did you think of Bernie's, the, or the father characters, the, the broken English that he was using? Like, I could, why it was starting to kind of make me go, ooh, uh, is it wasn't a heavily accented person talking. It, was, it, it sounded almost like caveman talk. What are you doing here? You know, oh. who, who are you? And I'm starting to go, okay, if that's the way the actor actually talks, okay, fair. But if that's what you're putting on for uh, an, an immigrant voice, I, I don't know if that was the best choice. Well, the actor, Ronnie Del Carmen, was born and raised in the Philippines. Yes, I, I know that. So I would say that I didn't know, like, I didn't notice that. So I, I was starting to notice it a lot, mm. you know, and I, like I say, if you, if, the, if that is the way the actor actually speaks, then fine. Okay. No problems. But if that, you know, I, I remember that I know retire now, you know, it's um, like, it's like, mm. I felt like it was more accented than that. I, I did not. So, it did not sound accented but to me. But here's the problem with that, is that you also don't hear your parents' accent. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know Well, my parents you. also don't talk like cave people. No, I'm, no I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I just don't know that you always recognize an accent. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, so I didn't notice it. And so it must not have been obvious to me. So okay. I would have to go back and rewatch it. Okay. Uh, oh, excuse me. I had a hiccup. Uh, how do you feel overall about the movie? Uh, I mean, I feel like I kind of said it in the, in the introduction. Overall, I felt it kind of, eh? I, I didn't think it was bad. Uh, I feel like the plot kind of bounced around a lot. Um, I could see that a little bit. Know. My main issue would be they never really explain why the leak started. Yeah. And how they're going to fix it in the future. Mm -hmm. that it just kind of gets swept under the rug. Yeah. Um, and basically all in service of some big third act um action sequence so we can all but you know think that wade is dead it's you know when he sacrifices himself to okay it's like it's like i was crying yeah so i know i was sitting next to you uh -huh. <laughs> but um, like i if, did you honestly think that they were going to kill him off yes i did really i did really? yes because i was just like okay when's he coming back no i did i thought they were gonna they were gonna kill him off <laughs> so, and oh, excuse me for getting emotionally invested in movies. I'm like, geez, I'm I'm sorry that you feel like you need to make me feel bad about. I'm not making you feel bad about it. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought a lot of the side characters were really interesting. I thought that they had kind of like with Zootopia. I. I wanted I wanted it to slow down a little bit because I wanted to see how the world worked because they had some really 
wonderful things. The the weird basketball right. game that the air people were playing. The uh, just the way that the uh, the transportation transportation worked. worked. Yeah, um, you know the yeah. There's a, there's a lot of neat stuff you can tell somebody. I I sometimes wonder if Pixar or Disney bring in like city designers or city planners to kind of try to figure out how this would all practically work because it it seems very well thought out you know like like did you notice the details of ember's clothing that it was like a a like a fire um resistant kind of like a fire blanket yeah yeah you know that her dress and her hoodie and you know her parents clothes and all their clothes were made out of that and it was styled different that's really great detail that's creative thinking i you know i again i think pick the the animators for disney and pixar have got some really creative minds and you know those little details are what kind of again make the world feel flushed out and real right well and i like we talked about this right after we saw it i feel like if they don't slow it down on purpose because these are the kind of movies your children re-watch and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch. <laughs> and I, I have no lie, no exaggeration, seen Zootopia over a hundred times. Yes. And because it's one of the, the movies that my daughter will fall asleep to. And so, so have I we... enjoy that I can still catch little things. You know, I hadn't thought of that, but that is a... That, that is a valid reason, right. you know. They know the parents are going to be watching, some parents are going to be watching these movies a million times, so the more interesting you can kind of make it for them, right. the easier I it's going to be to watch a million times. Mermaid and Cinderella and, you know, when they, even in the 80s and early 90s, you didn't necessarily have to make a movie for rewatch that much because they would put the movies in the vault and yeah. you wouldn't be able to get them. And, you know, you saw it once a year when it came on the Walt Disney Channel. Well, hell, like ones like Cinderella and those, they, they didn't think rewatch was going to be a thing at all. Right. So, you know, no, you have to you have to build your movies to last. Yeah, that is true. That is That is a very good point with a lot of things these days is they have to be made with rewatch value in mind. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed Elemental. Um, it's right up my alley. Uh, sweet, adventurous, romantic comedy story. I love the city design. I, I'm all about the natural elements. I don't know. It just, it hit a lot of sweet spots for me. And if you're going from the kid perspective, um, our youngest is 11, mm-hmm. and then we have 14 and 17-year-old, and they all enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, like, the the two youngest especially were really into it. And, like, I mean, if it – our 14-year-old is very ADHD. She <laughs> has a sitcom-length attention span. If so that. For her to truly – enjoy a movie all the way through is is pretty good yeah yeah you know what i thought was really well done is i do think the love story between wade and ember was very very well crafted 
Right. I like that it it takes place over a period of weeks and months. Right. And you know it, it avoids you know the the traditional, and I I'm not even going to just say Disney trap. This is a problem with a lot of movies. You know, hi, I met you, saw you from across a crowded room, and now after two days of fighting, we're in love. No, yeah, you know? they got along pretty well at the beginning, and the answer to her problem wasn't marrying him. Yeah. You know, her happily ever after wasn't being with Wade. You know, it was the other circumstances in her life that, you know, that he actually helped her with. Mm -hmm. Not just fall in love with me and all your problems will be gone. Yeah. But yeah, so I felt like, I felt like it was a a wee-wee. A wee-wee. A wee-wee. A really well-crafted love story. Okay. You know, even, and again, not even by... Disney Pixar standards, I think by movie standards, I think it was one of the better ones. Okay. Okay, so. that's positive. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else that you would like to point out? Um, just, I don't know. I, I again, I kind of felt the same way about it. I feel about a lot of the Pixar films. I don't think it's bad. I think, I, I think it's more tolerable than some of the other ones. You know, like Ratatouille. Oh, I love Ratatouille. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, I, I I I don't see any real problems with it. It didn't really connect with me that much, and uh, no, I know I'm going to watch it multiple times. Right. So I know I'm going to have the time to reevaluate, but um. I don't know. I I think it was okay. I just don't know if it's uh, if it was for me. You know. I think it was very beautiful to watch. I think it was had interesting and flawed, but likable characters. And uh, yeah, I am definitely on board with watching it a whole bunch more times. So mm. yeah. So, okay, so I'm going to ask this question and just kind of, we may have to come back and do a brief discussion on this. Um, So this film kind of has fallen into the category with a lot of films this summer, Shazam, Indiana Jones, The Flash, of movies that they are saying, you know, quote unquote, bombed, meaning they did not live up to the financial expectations of their studios. With these other films, I can think of a million reasons why it didn't, why they didn't succeed. This one, I'm, I can't really, I don't really have a strong reason. I will give reason. you two reasons. Okay. Um, and both of them are going to be based in uh, the way I grew up versus the way you grew up. Okay. I grew up in a very conservative, very ultra-religious Christian household, you did not. Okay. Um, A movie about the elements is going to be too close to witchcraft for your Christian audiences, for your super conservative Christian audiences. Um, Especially if you're talking about it, it also being about immigration and mixing races. Mm. Your ultra-conservative Christians are not going to be down with that message. And that's why a lot of the ultra-conservative Christians aren't super big Pixar fans 
um, for movies like things like Inside Out and um, and whatnot. Anyways, or Zootopia, mm. um, because that is not, especially in the circles that my family were in when I was growing up. That is not something that they want their children to learn about. Okay. The other reason is also because of that kind of that group of people, um, the sound of freedom came out the same week. Ah. And not only were churches and um, religious organizations giving out free tickets to the sound of freedom, it was also getting pushed in churches mm. and whatnot. Um, and by Angel Studios. So because of those two things, I think that that is why Elemental did not do as well in the box office hmm. as you may have expected. But I also think that it's going to be kind of a sleeper thing. I think that it is going to get and build an audience and you're going to have kids who are really into it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So you think those might be viable? I, I think those are viable. I, I, the mystery to me is that a lot of those things that you bring up, which are excellent points, uh, it didn't seem to hurt things like Inside Out. Or, well, you know... Well, Inside Out, you're dealing with humans. You're you know, dealing with white humans. True. And you didn't really... It's hard to talk about emotions being bad. And also, you're not up against... Um, you know, what a lot of Christians are going to think is the best movie of the year. Okay. But <clears throat> I have some issues with the sound of freedom and we will not be reviewing that. No, one. definitely or not. Seeing that one. So, um, okay. Yeah. No, I think those are viable. I just, it's like I say, I, of all the other films that have quote, you know, quote unquote bombed and, you know, by that meaning they made, you know, well, Indiana Jones bombed for a reason. And so did the flash. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, you have half of the people who you have. Oh, I'm going to go off on a mini rant here, but you have people who are really into comic book stories are either really liberal left thinking people like we are or kind of the insult fanboy neckbeard crowd. And so the half of us who are like the liberal leftist superhero fans are going to be like, I'm never going to go see a movie that Ezra Miller made. You're, you're talking about the flash. The flash. Cause you said Indiana Jones. Oh, I meant the flash. So I was, I was like, wait, yes. was no India? Yeah, I was, I was a little confused there. No, the flash is what I mean. But, but, but that's I'm never I... going to go see a movie Ezra Miller made unless a lot of things change for him because he is currently a very bad person. But no, see, and, and like I said, these are reasons I can see why those movies didn't succeed. Right. This one, um, which seems to follow a lot of the Pixar checklist, and as we've kind of said, the Pixar films. But then again, Pixar has kind of taken a little bit of a downturn ever since the pandemic with with a lot of their movies like Luca and Tur I think Turning Red was one of theirs it going was. right 
right to Disney Plus, not well, doing the theatrical release. And that was during COVID, but also a lot of a lot of conservative parents yeah. didn't like turning red either because how dare we talk about puberty and, and periods? Yeah, and periods. You so, know, so it's it's that this it, is the one that's really kind of confused me in terms of why I, it. I I almost would guarantee you it's the it being too close to witchcraft thing because we are at we're not quite to a satanic panic level that we were in the '80s, but it is getting there. Yeah, you're um, not wrong. Of a fear about things that are other. Yeah, and you're you're not wrong. So yeah, you're not wrong. Why I would. Okay, so. well, I, I think those are viable viable arguments. So, anyways, right. but I liked it. I honestly like. I would definitely. I would say this is an A minus movie for me. Mm. Like probably the most enjoyable movie we've watched this summer so far. I'm I'm not, I'm counting like June July. Okay. So probably for me the most. I'm one. I'm gonna go B minus. Oh okay. You know That's I. That's not I, as bad as I. I thought like, again <laughs> again folks this is what I'm saying I don't hate Pixar I just don't feel like they're like they they just don't kind of do it for me but I think they're they're serviceable yeah. they're fine you know I don't I don't leave them except in maybe one or two instances with absolute hatred in my heart it's just. This is, you know, these, they're, they're, they're not for me. And it's kind of like horror films. I mean, the right. decision that these, uh, I'm, and I'm sure I, I, I keep hoping for another Monsters, Inc. That'll prove right. me wrong or be the exception to the rule. But I, um, I, 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 I'll be okay watching this when River wants to watch it for the 500th time. Right. But I, I, I'm not going to seek it out on my own. But right. it, you can do a lot worse. True. So, and we may talk about one of the lot worse. Uh, we'll have to discuss that. Because <laughs> there, there is something I, I, I do want to talk to you about reviewing. <laughs> uh, anyways, so um, I am currently trying to talk him into watching the movie about the guy who created Hot Cheetos. You don't so. have to talk me into it. I All said right. we were going to do it. So hopefully <laughs> that will be the next review that we have coming up for yep. you guys. Um, so let us know what you think about Elemental. Um, is it... Does it follow the Pixar formula? Is it going to be the next sleeper hit? Or is it just going to be one that kind of flies under the radar and, and gets uh, put to the back of the DVD shelves? Yep. So, uh, so yeah. So, thanks for coming along with us. Thanks for hearing us out. Uh, we will see you next time. And as always, drive safe. And we will see you at the movies. <laughs>